0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to our third and last anatomy and physiology podcast, where we continue our discussion on sickle cell anemia. This time, we will focus on the central nervous system. Now let's recall from our first podcast that sickle cell anemia is a red blood cell disorder in which the cells have a funky crescent shape and become sticky in nature. Which causes an array of negative symptoms to the patient, and this impacts the overall homeostasis of the body. In our second podcast, we talked about how sickle cell affects the skeletal system. Remember, we talked about how sickle cell anemia starts at the bone marrow, and this is the prime location of red blood production. We discussed how the cells, which are sticky in nature, form clusters. And this results in the pain crisis, which is a signature symptom of a patient who has the sickle cell disorder. We will see later on that the same clusters can have an impact on the central nervous system and can cause blockages that can lead to stroke. So without further ado, let's dive into the world on sickle cell anemia and how it affects the nervous system. The central nervous system is composed of the brain and spinal cord. With that being said, the CNS, stands for central nervous system, has three main functions. First, it's the body's sensory input. Second, it processes information. And third, it enables motor output. Let's see what our trustworthy researchers have to say about sickle cell anemia and the central nervous system. Let me just say that this was not an easy task. Since sickle cell anemia deals with blood and the central nervous system deals with nerves, it was tough to find a connection, but needless to say, we came up with a few scholarly articles on the matter. The biggest effect of sickle cell anemia on the nervous system is that it can potentially damage the brain which is considered the command center for the human nervous system. Early in life, there can be brain complications. In general, these issues arise when brain development is most critical. These issues arise because of the irregular shaped sickle cell and can cause interruption to the blood flow towards the brain. This phenomenon occurs in about 10% of children with the disease before age 14. Its highest period of risk is between ages three and seven. Decrease in general brain function has also been observed in children with sickle cell disease. This can lead to difficulty with foundational educational skills, such as reading and math. Other effects are attention and decision-making skills, such as planning and organizing, This is located in the prefrontal cortex of the brain. It can also cause difficulties acquiring language skills, which we see in the Broca's and Wernicke's area. Another impact in the young brain is difficulty retrieving information from memory found in the prefrontal cortex, areas of the temporal lobe and the cerebellum. scape.com introduced an article in August 2020, which discussed the central nervous system manifestations of sickle cell disease. Its findings are mostly in children and adolescent. The most severe manifestation is ischemic stroke, which is a type of stroke caused by a blockage in an artery that supplies blood to the brain. In pediatric patients, Stroke affects 11% of the sickle cell population by age 20. Deficits of the stroke can depend on the location of the infarct within the brain. These These can be seen via imaging studies. Another devastating manifestation in sickle cell patients is silent cerebral infarcts. These are reported to be more frequent and are associated with significant neurophysiological deficits. Silent cerebral infarct, SCI, is the most common form of neurological disease in children who suffer from sickle cell anemia. It is determined via an MRI, which leads to abnormal results when compared to a normal brain MRI. This type of stroke occurs in 27% of the sickle cell anemia population before their sixth birthday and increases to 37% by age 14. The risk factors of silent cerebral infarct include male sex, sorry guys, lower base hemoglobin concentration, increased blood pressure and previous seizure activity. Sickle cell anemia also has psychological effects on a patient, both in pediatric and adults. The chronic pain crisis, constant fatigue, among all the other symptoms caused by this illness, leads to buildup of stress and anxiety. This often leads to emotional disorders such as chronic depression, panic, anxiety. It also causes limitation in physical activity and overall daily functioning. Overall, we have learned that although living with this condition can be manageable, the effects of the disease on the human body can be devastating. Maintaining a healthy lifestyle, taking medications as prescribed, and also attending regular medical checkups all can aid in maintaining the bad effects of sickle cell anemia at bay. I hope you have enjoyed our chat today and thank you for listening to our podcast. Goodbye.